Hello, everyone, and welcome back to my podcast. Today is podcast number 17, and today we're going to be talking about some NBA power rankings, um, and as well as my thoughts on the Steelers free agency move so far. Um, there's been some moves within the last hour, so I want to talk about all the moves and signings that they've made, and I'm going to say whether I like the moves or unsure or dislike, and yeah, that's what we're going to be doing today. Um, so yeah. Uh, first, we'll do some NBA power rankings, and we're going to start. The 10th best team in the NBA, in my opinion, is the Utah Jazz right now. Uh, the Jazz last year were one of the best teams in the NBA, one of the best teams in the Western Conference, and it's really been a different story this year. They have never really been one of the best teams in the league. Ten, if you count 10th place as one of the best teams in the league, yeah, sure. But I don't really consider them one of the very best best. Um, with teams like the Suns, Grizzlies, Warriors arising in the West and the Western conferences definitely come to, come out as one of probably the better conference than the East. And yes, this team is um struggling, not struggling, but they're starting to fall behind a little bit from these younger teams that are just really hitting their stride right now. And uh, after the All Star break, one of their key players who they just who they recently signed this year, Mike Conley, after the All-Star break, is averaging 7.7 points on 25.6% shooting. And with a Utah Jazz team, they're going to need a lot of help. Going into the playoffs, as, as I said, the teams that I mentioned, it's going to be a tough road to get out of the West. And if they want to make a playoff run, Mike Conley is going to have to start playing better. So until Mike Conley starts playing better and um, this team just starts hitting their stride, um, then they'll probably be higher up. And at number nine, I have the Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls recently um, just got Alex Caruso back, and this is a huge, a huge player. He may not put up all the points in the world. He may not be um, the team's leading scorer, but the thing that he does do is he improves on defense. He's a great on-ball defender, um, and the he improves their defense drastically having him on the having him on the court in playoff come playoff time is a huge boost and hopefully he can continue to stay healthy throughout the rest of this year and i i love i love this bulls team they're a great scoring team demar Derozan has played really well this year um zach Levine has always been a really good scorer nikola jokic uh not nikola jokic nikola vucevic um is still he's been pretty good um, he's in the best big man in the league, but he's still good enough to have a good impact. And I like this team. Um, with Alex Russo back, this key, this team could start rising in my power rankings. At number eight, I have the Dallas Mavericks. This Mavericks team has been playing really well. Really thank all because of Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic has been playing absolutely phenomenal this year. I think in these past couple months, he's been averaging just about in the high end of 30 30, like 38, 39, high 30 points per game. He's been playing really well. Um, he's really lifting this team to where they're at not right now. Um, Luka Doncic is the anchor of that team, and if he can keep playing well, this team can be deadly going into playoffs. And um, they need to improve their defense a little bit if they want to make a run. That's the thing with a lot of these great scoring teams. Their defense is a bit lackluster. But if they can improve their defense, I love this team in the playoffs. I love Luka Doncic. I think he's soon enough, once 
LeBron retires and Kevin Durant retires and some of these old veteran guys retire, I think Luka Doncic can have, be the face of the league along with along with Jason Tatum and players like Trey Young. I think this young generation of players is so good and talented that the NBA is in good hands talent-wise. And I, I really love this team. At number seven, I have the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, we all know how talented and how good this team is on paper together, but on the court, they struggle defensively. We know how good James Harden is, and we know how good Joel Embiid is. We know how good uh, Tobias Harris is. We know how good this team is scoring-wise, but defensively, they need to improve it. Um, if they can't improve their defense, it's going to be hard. You got teams, they got absolutely destroyed by, I think, 29 points against the Nets when, I mean, it's just KD and Kyrie. I know saying just KD and Kyrie is probably disrespectful to how good they really are. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, one of the best teams in the league. Um, I know this is completely off topic, but I just got um, this uh, breaking news NFL app notification. Former Super Bowl MVP pass rusher Von Miller has agreed to a six-year, $120 million million contract with the Buffalo Bills. Wow. I have to talk about that later. I need to finish these power rankings so I can immediately talk about that. Um, But wherever I was, I would think I was talking about how this team is struggling and defensively. Yes. If they can get their defense right, we know how good this team is. Um scoring if they can improve their defense i love this team they're very talented offensively and i think they could go far in the playoffs with a really good defense at number six i have the milwaukee bucks this team being led by Giannis antetokounmpo he's been playing really well recently um he has also put it with oh my with how good he's been playing recently he's put his name in the MVP race, and I think that's rightfully so. He's been playing really well recently, putting in the upwards of 30 points per game, I think uh, close to 10 rebounds. This dude is just a freak of nature, and a really a really important key to this team, Brooke Lopez, is going to be returning. I think he's only played uh, very, 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 very few games this year. I think maybe one or two, and if the we know how loaded that East is offensively. I just talked about it with the Nets and the 76ers, and Brooke Lopez will p- provide a great um, defensive player. He's a great defensive player, and he's also a good three-point shooter. So they're going to add some shooting to that team as well as some defense, two things that they that is great additions to those team, to that team. Yeah, I, I, I think this team is extremely good. I think – when healthy, they are one of the top teams in the NBA. You got Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Giannis, Brooke Lopez. Th- this team is loaded. If they can stay healthy, I think I love this team going into the playoffs. I think they have a shot to win it all coming out of the East. Who knows? I don't know. At number five, I have the Boston Celtics. This Boston Celtics team has had probably one of the biggest turnarounds, maybe in like NBA history. Uh, going at going into the All Star break, this team was going into the new year. This team was like teetering at like five hundred right now. They are almost second in the East, if you can believe it. If you were to tell told me that two week two 
months ago, I would be in shock. This team has made an incredible turnaround, and this team is loaded offensively. Uh, they have everything they need. You got Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. Al Horford is a good scorer. I love Peyton Pritchard. He's a really good three-point three shooter, and he's a good scorer. This team is loaded. Once again, defensively, they gave up uh, when it mattered most against the Mavericks um, on Sunday. They couldn't really get a bucket, so um, if they can continue with how good their offense has been and um, just keep their defense, it's been pretty good. If they can keep their defense the way it is, this team is so talented they could really go places. At number four, I have the Golden State Warriors. This team being my favorite team is, in my opinion, one of the best teams to watch in the NBA. I think it's right up there with the, like, the Grizzlies and the Celtics, these high-scoring teams. And I think these uh, – and I think the, the Warriors can really win a title in a few months. This team is loaded. Defensively, they're still really good. They they started when they started to hit their losing streak and when things were starting to go downhill, um, their defense was poor. But now they're starting to slowly improve their defense, and um, this team is starting to play better. And uh, Stephen Curry, Curry recently dropped like forty seven points, I believe. Draymond Green is coming back. Clay Thompson and Jordan Poole are both starting to score really well. And that's exactly what this team needs. Stephen Curry has been carrying the load, but now he hasn't really been. He is taking less shots to provide more shots for other teammates, such as Klay Thompson, Jordan Poole, and um, Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins has been playing so well because Stephen Curry has started to sacrifice his shots for good, better shots for guys like Clay, Poole, and Wiggins. And it's really shown... Steph Curry has been putting up low-scoring numbers, but his assist numbers have been going up and up and up. And I think Steph Curry isn't just a scorer, and he's showing us that. It's He's showing us that he can still carry a team, just like he did years ago during his MVP season, where he carried him, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, and Harrison Barnes to a title. I think he can still do that, and he is such a great player. And when he, when he puts up like 50... It is almost impossible to win against that team because you got Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, who are also going to put up 15, 20, and it's just such a good offensive team. And this team defensively is also great, and I love this team going in. I think they have a shot to win it all this year. I agree with Stephen A. Smith. I normally don't agree with him on some things, but I completely agree with him. He thinks that the Warriors are one of the best teams in the league. I think they have a shot to win the finals this year. I really think they do, and I think this team can really go places. At number three, I have the Memphis Grizzlies. This Grizzlies team has been playing really well. Um, They've actually started to slow down, actually. Um, recently, but they're, they're starting to hit their stride again. John Morant's still playing really well, and but a player who is returning for them, Dylan Brooks, um, I think in his return game he put up like 15 points and four assists, good numbers, but the real improvement that he provides this team is defensively. He's the team's best on-ball defender, and in the playoffs, when you're going up against guys in the West such as Stephen Curry, you got guys like Devin Booker, uh, you got all t- all these really great scores that you're gonna have to need to shut down somehow. Dylan Brooks is a great guy 
to say, hey, Mr. Brooks, I need you to shut this guy down. I need you to limit him. I know you can't completely shut him down, but contain him. And that's what he does. And he is great at and he plays such a vital role on this team. And his return uh, just improves this team so much more. And so this team is very dangerous. And with John Morant playing as well as he is, and with the return of Dylan Brooks, I think this team could be really good. At number two, I have the Miami Heat. Um, this week, they probably have the easiest schedule in the league. Very relaxing. They have two games this week, and that's against the Pistons and the Thunder. And an extra boost that they're going to be getting um, is Victor Oladipo. I know he hasn't been the best player in the league or hasn't been putting up all the best numbers he was a few years ago, but he's still a good player. He provides some good minutes, some good 10, 15 points scoring off the bench. He's a really good player, um, and I think um, he can really help this team out um, offensively, get some points when it's needed. And I love this Miami Heat team. I think Tyler Hero has has had an incredible year. I don't get how he hasn't been an all-star yet. I think he should have been an all-star this year over DeJounte Murray maybe. But uh, that's a conversation for another day. You got Bam Adebayo, P.J. Tucker, uh, Jimmy Butler. He's he's now healthy. And you got Tyler Hero and Kyle Lowry. That's a really good starting five. If they can stay healthy, um, then this could be a really good team. And at number one, I have the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns just re- just recently clinched a playoff berth, and um, without Chris Paul, I had my doubts. Chris Paul recently was said that he was going to be uh, he's getting surgery, and it was announced that he was going to be out for a couple months. And I I didn't know Chris Paul was kind of the guy who forged this team together and led them to their playoff success and almost a NBA Finals, um, like an, almost an NBA championship last year. And I had my, I had, I was worried a little bit, but I'm not anymore. Devin Booker has been playing phenomenal, and so has DeAndre Ayton. Once Chris Paul comes back, I think this team will be ready to go for the playoffs. Okay, and so that is my power rankings. Um, I want to talk about the whole Von Miller thing right before I get into the power rankings. This was, this is completely unscripted. Um, wow, I'm, I'm blown away. Um. I'm shocked. I th- I'm I'm kind of trying to look for this notification again. Let's see the full details. Okay, here it is. Uh, Von Miller has agreed to six-year, $120 million contract with the Bills. Wow. I really th- – like sometimes with this, like players, like I don't get why you want to leave a team – as good as the Rams who just won a Super Bowl with you, but this team, the this Bills team is scary. This Bills team, I think they have everything they need to win. Wow, this team is whew. Von Miller coming off the edge. Wow. I I think I like the Bills coming out of the AFC. Quick prediction. If the Bills were in the Super Bowl next year in about eleven months. I'll have to remember this. I called it now. I love this team. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. We saw how just how so close they were in the divisional game against the Chiefs. And they struggled defensively. 
and now you have Von Miller. This just changes the whole game. Oh my! I think this is one of the biggest deals so far of this season, besides like the Russell Wilson trade. Oh my! This this wow. I think Josh Allen. Quick prediction. I like him. I I think that he's going to be. That sounded really weird. <laughs> I think that I really like him as a player. I think that he could. Uh, I think he is. I think he might win MVP this year. Next, well, technically next year. <laughs> um, yeah. I think I think this is huge. The Bills being able to lock up Von Miller. That's crazy. Um, but on to the Steelers. Okay. I'm just going to list out all the players who they've signed. James Daniels, who's a guard. Mason Cole, um, probably my new favorite player. He's a center. Um, I'm going to butcher this name. I'm not going to say the first name because I know I'm going to butcher it. Uh, Okorafor, we re-signed him. He was a really good tackle. We signed cornerback Levi Wallace um, from the Bills. We signed. Uh, we actually cut Zach Banner, freeing up uh, five million dollars um, in our cap space. Um, Montrevious Adams, a, de- a defensive tackle, and we actually just now. I just got this alert a couple, like uh, about half an hour ago. We we just signed Miles Jack, and I love I love our linebacker core. I think there's been a lot of hate coming on Devin Bush recently. But I love this linebacker core. You got Joe Schobert and Robert Slane, two guys that are great tacklers, mostly Joe Schobert, but are two guys who can guard tight ends. You got Miles Jack, another great tackler. If Devin Bush can just figure it out, I think he can be awesome. Um, but the one guy I didn't list, Mitchell Chubisky. Yay. I don't know how to think about this. I don't know. Uh, uh, Kevin Colbert has come out and said that he doesn't believe that there is true talent from the quarterback, so I don't know. I think that he's going to have to be our starter week one. I don't – I'm unsure what to think of this. My my dad, is he's a Bears fan. Big Bears fan. Uh and he probably watched every single game, and I probably watched all the games with him. Mr. Trubisky, a few years ago, actually not a few years ago, last year he played, he was a backup for the Bills, and the year before that, and uh, a couple years, uh, I think he was with the Bears for three years maybe, 2017 to 18, 2018 to 19, 2019 to 20. Yes, he was with the Bears for three years. I watched Mitchell Trubisky play for three years. And I don't know if he has it. I don't know if he has it. I, Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace, they both sucked. Like, God bless Mitchell Trubisky. He had to deal with Matt Nagy for three years. God bless his soul. Matt Nagy is an absolutely terrible. He's one of the worst, I think, coaches of all time. He was absolutely horrible. But he it's not like Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky was suffering from Matt Nagy. But it's not like Mitchell Trubisky was the best quarterback in the worst situation. Mitchell Trubisky wasn't that good. And I know he wasn't put in a position to succeed, but Mitchell Trubisky is not that good. My dad said this best. He's a first-read quarterback. When his first read is open, 
and he'll make a good throw. But when his second or third read, or fourth read even, he struggles. And I think he I think he could fit well with the Steelers. You know, the Steelers need some mobility now. I mean, they've started to add some. We've, we've signed three linemen so far, which I'm very happy about. My main thing that they need to go out and get before they did anything with quarterbacks, I felt they needed to improve their offensive line. And they did. I'm I'm so I'm very happy. We've I'm just gonna give my overall rating on what we've done so far. Awesome. I could not I'm still un, besides the Mitchell Trubisky thing, I love this. We improved on everything. Cornerback, offensive line, defensive line. I mean it didn't improve. We kind of stayed the same. We re signed him. And linebacker and cornerback. Like we we had so, like all the teams that are just buying, spending all this money. I, I just listed like the teams that like make these good like kind of small deals. Not like just you don't have to make this huge deal or trade to have a good free agency. Like this is awesome. This is exactly what I wanted. I didn't want us spending all this money, and um, we improved on everything that we really needed to. Quarterback, I don't, I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting what we do, what who starts week one. I, th- I think it's going to come down to Trubisky or Rudolph. And there's a lot of hate on Rudolph, but I don't think he's terrible. I don't think he's awful. But that's still, wow, congratulations, Mason Rudolph. You are not awful. It's not saying a ton. But I don't, I don't know. It's going to come down to Trubisky or Mason Rudolph. And right now, I think Mitchell Trubisky. I would. I'm looking forward to the Steelers' future. Um, but one thing that I'm really hoping that the Steelers do this a guy who has not been signed yet is Juju Smith-Schuster. I I he's. I think he's the best receiver that we have. I think Deontay Johnson is the most probably the most overrated player in the league. Maybe he he's so overrated. He's so inconsistent. Chase Claypool's good. But Juju, so he's he's really good. I think he's just exactly what we need. We saw him in against the Chiefs in the playoffs. No drops, just five catches, thirty-eight yards, nothing too crazy. But it he keeps it simple. He's a great receiver, and I I I think we need a receiver like that. Chase Claypool's our big play guy. You, he's our six-three big. Guy, who you could just loft it up to, and no, he'll make the huge big play. Deontay Johnson, he's kind of our slot guy. He's kind of our. He he has had trouble with drops this year and last year, and he's super inconsistent. I think what was the game? What was the game against the Ravens? Our last regular season game? No, not at the last, not week seven, not week eighteen, but I don't, I forget what week against the Ravens at Heinz Field. He drops like two balls. I mean, like one maybe. He drops a ball, and then the next play he's like wide open and gets a touchdown against the Chiefs. He was absolutely horrible against the Chiefs in the playoffs. I think he had two drops on point blank catches. He's getting paid millions of dollars, and he he. I just think he's extremely overrated, and I think Juju Smith-Schuster is – he can make the big play, and you could put him in the slot. I think he's a combination of Claypool and Deontay Johnson, and I think that Mitchell Trubisky 
if he, I think he's going to need a guy who can rely on to always he Juju rarely drops balls. That kind of sounds weird. He he rarely drops footballs. <laughs> and I I think Mitchell Trubisky's going to need a guy who he can always rely on to just and he know it's very 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 unlikely that he'll drop it. And I really hope that we sign him to a multi-year deal. I really don't want to have to deal with signing him next year. I hope we sign him to like a three, four-year, maybe $40 million contract. I just, I, I really think he fits in our offense and he fits with our team just really well. And he kind of combines us, like the wide receiver core together. Yeah, so that's. That's my, that's it. Podcast number 17. That's uh, NBA Power Rankings and my thoughts on the Steelers free agency so far. Hopefully by the next time I record an episode, the Steelers have signed Juju Smith-Schuster. If they do, I will be extremely happy. I do not want to let him go to like a Ravens team or a Chiefs team. I would just be very upset about that. So yeah, that's podcast number 17. Thank you so much for tuning in and have an awesome day.